Hello, hello, and welcome to My Tennis Journey, where we aim to bring compelling tennis stories to life. As you're listening today, it'd be amazing if you could hit subscribe or follow. It's free, you know. The most amazing job title I've probably had in my career was Transformational Change Manager. I had the job back in something like 2016, and it was incredible because I got to look 10 or 15 years down the line and see what society would be like. It was a job that I loved. I loved the job because ever since watching Back to the Future, I've loved thinking about what the future will be like. 3D printing, self-drive vehicles, people of the screen, digital implants, augmented reality. And the subject we're going to talk about today, virtual reality. Virtual reality with a tennis twist. Immersing into other worlds by putting on a headset. The possibilities in the future for good and, well, let's see, maybe not so good. But the world which Facebook have really gone after by changing their name to Meta and putting huge amounts of investment into the Metaverse. What I am genuinely excited about is that some of the areas that I looked into from a future perspective back in 2016 are now becoming a reality. My wife, Becky, will tell you that loads of times I said to her, I doubt students of the future will actually go to a university. They'll put on a VR headset, gather with students around the world in a virtual place of learning. And today we're going to look into an amazing development which could well be where students of tennis spend increasing amount of time over the coming years, particularly from a mental skills perspective. Sensorina have built a virtual reality tennis training where players can pull on an Oculus Quest 2 headset and train key elements of their tennis game wherever they are in the world. So I'm excited that two of the Sensorina team are joining us to tell us all about it. So welcome, VP for Tennis, Yannick Yoshizawa, and a member of the Sensorina Tennis Advisory Board, the hugely respected coach, Claudio Pistolesi. Hello, Yannick. Hello, Claudio. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Hey, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, now, Yannick, I've done my best to introduce virtual reality, but it still might be a bit of a mystery to some listeners out there. How do you introduce what virtual reality is and what Sensorina is? Uh, thanks, Rob. And I think, first of all, you did a great job. I might steal some of your points uh when you're introducing it but you know i think i'll tell a little bit of my experience uh because you know i was always you know looking for things like this and when i got exposed to virtual reality and i saw videos and, and so on but when i actually put the headset on and got immersed in it it's a completely different experience and i was very blown away uh how immersive it got and how i felt in that scenario so I guess you take a step back, uh, you know, what we use in Sense Arena is the MetaQuest 2, uh, which, as you said, is produced by Facebook, which is a headset that you just put it around your head. There's two controllers. 
that allows you to be in this alternative reality per se. So I think virtual reality, what it brought in, it's really real like scenarios that you have in your day-to-day -day life that now you can do basically anywhere, uh, you know, in your house, in a gym, really anywhere that you have. Um, and I think as you said it yourself, you know, and as I experienced, you know, and hopefully as listeners will get to experience, it's this immersive experience through this device. So to try to tell a little bit of more into the sense arena world that we call, you know, when you put the headset on, you enter into the sense arena world uh, and you, you know, you start listening here in the crowds, talking, little chit chatter around you, you know, and then all of a sudden you're in a center court. You see, you know, 30 rows of a full stadium. You look up, you see that blue sky with the clouds. And then when you look in your hands, you see a racket, you know, a perfect racket that I cannot tell you how many times I've tried to move the strings of that virtual racket, but I could not find it. Um, but, you know, and then also to, give more of a full experience, we provide a haptic racket, uh, which has, you know, a very similar grip, weights and balance as a regular racket. Uh, and then when you actually make contact with the ball, the racket vibrates to give you that point on. And then, you know, once you feel that immersive, it's just game on, uh, you know, it's time to train. Uh, we develop um, a software that gives you more than over 30 drills with over of 300 plus game scenarios of customization. Um, and, and that's it, you know, I can tell you all about it, uh, but I think it'll be good to, to go through it. But I think hopefully that gives a little bit of, you know, how I felt the first time that I used it uh, and, you know, how people feel it. And, and all five members of our family here, so my wife and our three children who all play tennis, they've all tried it. And it, it does have, when you first go into the world, a real wow factor because you get this haptic racket and you have to put the controller on the end of it. And it kind of looks like half the tennis racket with a controller on the end. But then when you go into the world and you see this perfect racket that you are playing with and you feel the ball onto the strings and you look around you, you know, and sometimes we've been using it because it's raining outside. So we put it on inside and suddenly you're into a sunny place. It, it, I mean, it really is an incredible wow factor. And it's not just with the five in my family. You know, I've taken it to our tennis club and a lot of the, the juniors down there have used it. And it has wow factor. There's no no doubt about that. I mean, Yannick, you, you know, people who do know virtual reality, they might know it for, for gaming and assume that this is something like an advanced version of the tennis game they may have played on the Wii back in the day. You know, how do you, how do you guys view Sense Arena? Do you see it as a game? And, and if not, you know, what would you describe it as? Yeah, uh, it's not a game. Uh, we describe it as a training tool. And while we describe it as a training tool and not a game, that does not mean that it's not engaging and fun. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, a good example, you know, for people to virtual reality has been around actually for, you know, 20 plus years, very much used in military, you know, medical and aviation for exactly to go through scenarios where people have the ability to do that over and over again uh, without having to be on that exactly place. So, you know, I think while we try to explain Sense Arena, is that we know that the game of tennis, you know, it's extremely physical and technical. Nowadays, you cannot, you know, go get by 
on from a higher performance perspective, you know, with all those two components. Now, we do believe that the mental aspect of it, it's really where it starts taking you to the next level and whatever that level may be, right? That may be as a junior player, that might be as a recreational or as a pro, uh, you know, because there are certain aspects of the game, such as making decisions, uh, anticipation, you know, focusing on a specific tasks, reaction time, you know, the, all those brain and mental abilities uh, can now give you uh, being enhanced through Sense Arena and really from anywhere, you know, and I think that's what we've tried to bring here and try to create is for anyone to be able to train those aspects anywhere while they're still feeling that they're on the courts and you can have fun and continue to train your brain. And I think it's really interesting that it's not a game, but it is still fun. And I think it's true with anything in life that if you enjoy it, if it brings a smile to your face, you're going to keep doing it and you're going to keep learning. And that's why actually having fun within the learning experience, not just within tennis, but in the world, within school, within university, wherever it might be, has got to be a good thing. So, yeah, really interesting. And Claudio, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. I know. I know you've had an amazing journey as a coach. You know, you've worked with some incredible players like Monica Sellers, like Robin Sodling. And I know you're excited about Sense Arena. We've got quite a lot of coaches who do listen to the show. How do you think that Sense Arena can help coaches on a, on a day-to-day basis? I think the first thing that comes to my mind to say is that it's projected to the future. Our job is based on that, you know, the base of our job is that we get older with this, we can help, but our job doesn't have to get older. And we are explorer, we want to explore. And uh, nothing like uh, Sense Arena before in my coaching life uh, gave me the, uh, the feeling of having a great tool to explore, the future to explore how to deliver the message from coach to player which is not only Udidif, you know, the, the channel that you want to deliver is multiple. One is uh, visual, you know, of course, to have the opportunity with uh, uh, virtual reality to go on court, to, to create uh, drills that they go specifically for this tailor-made, drills specifically to this player that you are coaching in this moment. It's something I could never imagine before. When I realized the potential of this sensor in, I jump on it and... Uh, I really do all my best to develop and to, to bring into the tennis world because this is really something we stay for the next uh, years and, and decades uh, to, to be utilized to get the better players at any level. You know, our mission is to get the player better and also to utilize tennis to make a better person, to know themselves better. And, um, you know, with the the part of the body to still be big time to be explored is the brain. And with the sense arena goes exactly, we go exactly in this direction of explore the brain, how to make uh, faster the flow of uh, uh, visual and um, brain uh, psycho, um, neuro is the nerve system and the muscular. Uh, all the, the muscle are the ultimate part that received the message. So we go, we step back uh, from our teaching to, through Sense Arena in a way that is never be even close possible to do before. As a tennis coach, um, you've got to look at the best tools you can to, to help your pupils. And, you know, I think 
one of the things I love about that is this whole idea of, of the brain and the science behind it and how you access those pathways to learn. And it's something I'm really passionate about in my work with Topspin Pro. And some people, you know, they call me Mr. Gadget. And I, I feel like because I've got lots of gadgets, you know, I love my Topspin Pro because it helps people to learn Topspin. You've got to look at like what tools can help you do the very best you can as a job, no matter what job it is in the world, surely. And, and that's where I think, you know, the, the sense arena is, it's, it's so fascinating. I mean, coming, coming on from that, Yannick, if we were thinking again of really bringing to life, taking people into this immersive world, what sort of thing do people do? So say I'm a, I'm a coach, you know, or a player, and I, I go into this world, what sort of things can I do with the players? Yeah, no, great question. Um, Robin, I think this is the aspect that Claudio was just mentioning, you know, the beauty uh, of, you know, virtual reality in general, really, you know, is that it allows you to customize uh, your training, your practice, and really focus on a certain specific situation of it so you know we come across you know the ability for you just to get there and get your brain ready stimulated you know just hitting some baseline shots cross court down the line or also start to get very specific you know so as i mentioned before we have over 30 different drills but just to give you know a couple examples here uh you know that you can work with players and you know a coach knows that Maybe, you know, like a player has difficulties on transitioning to the net. You know, the player, you know, it's not comfortable coming to the net and it's not really a technical or a, or a physical aspect. It's really the mental ability of visualization of them going and then feeling comfortable. You know, so we have a drill that the player just gets, you know, an approach shot where he or she needs to make a decision on where to hit it. You know, and so either they're hitting a winner, you know, and coming to the net and finishing that point. So that, again, is just go through repetitions that, you know, uh, you have the ability to do that on court. But if you are able to complement that training with those aspects now that doesn't have as much as the physical tear, that's amazing, right? We have another drill that you're basically on the baseline and you have your opponent coming to the net all the time and your job is to try to pass him or her within two shots so again we know that you know me as a player you know i had a very hard time when people were coming to the net you know and that was not really a technical aspect of it but i looked too long to the player you know i fell under pressure i got nervous but again, your brain, you know, it's so powerful that if you put into that situation, just like what we talk about, you know, having repetitions, tennis is a game of repetitions of your technique. Same thing with our brain. You know, if you feel that you have experienced that situation a thousand times more, then that's going to help you. So we have same thing with, you know, volleys, return of serve. Uh, so in all these different types of drills you're able to customize the different speeds so if you want to come a little slower or a little faster if you know the opponent that you're going to be playing against you can sort of okay this is the sort of speed that he or she hits it you know that's the basic placements where they hit it um, you know and then soon enough you know we're going to be able to also start 
putting wind, sun and shadow, different surfaces, which again, is to put you into a situation that allows you to experience. So when you're actually back into the courts in the physical world, being practice or competition, your brain just feels that, okay, I've done that several yeah. times. I'm okay. You know, just, just to build on that, Yannick, because it is something that, that I've loved about it is to give you an example of me as a coach and how I've worked with players. Quite a lot of players that I, you know, coach will swing at volleys. They'll they'll have a big old swing at it and it goes wrong as a result. And if they're if they're hitting against a high speed player, they don't have time to swing at the volley, you know. Yet if I try on the court to fire in fast balls at these players who haven't really experienced it, there's a good chance they might get hit. Now, in Sense Arena, one of the things I love is doing the volley drills. I completely immerse myself in the volley drills. And I put it at pro speed and the ball is coming at me like I'm playing at Wimbledon and I see if I can deal with it. The player sees if they can deal with it. They learn that they shouldn't be swinging at the volleys in the same way. They learn how fast a ball can come at them, but it's not a real ball. It's not going to hurt them. Yet their brain is learning the technique and, and it's that sort of thing where I've just found it really useful. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. And I think I'm just going to record you, you know, we, we need your uh, testimonials. <laughs> Come on. Hey, now then, I mean, Claudia, as I was just saying, I've taken Sensorina down to where I coach. Um, the young players, they're, they're really loving it. The pupils are loving it. Coach-wise, I'm not aware of loads who yet have an Oculus Quest headset. They might have a Topspin Pro, they might have a, a ball machine, they might have you know, various tools that they use, but maybe not a VR headset. Claudio, why would you say that coaches should invest in a headset and into Sense Arena? Because we, if we do this job, as I said, we have to explore. We have to be projected to the future and uh, anything can help the technology, you know, things changes in the world, as you mentioned at the beginning, and uh, we need to be updated. And uh, this is a golden, uh, golden opportunity is an opportunity to develop also ourselves as a coaches. You know, if uh, you are, you know, updated as a coach, now we work a lot on the mental part, mental training, train the mental, like the word says. And this this goes in this direction a big time. I give you an example, you know, if you see it on the other side in, in the virtual reality, you go on court, you see from the other side of the net, um, a multiplication or uh, um, uh, addition, and then you you have to calculate a number, and then you see the number appear in the other side, and you have to hit the ball where the, this number is, you know, mixed with other numbers. So your work on your speed of your brain. So that's the key. The reason why they, everybody should use that, you need to work on the speed of the brain to anticipate, to, to need less time to be prepared for the shot. That's where now we we are, uh, or with tennis, to get better. Claudia, it's such a brilliant example. Such a brilliant example. And the one way you have to do a maths question, and then you have to hit a tennis shot into a specific zone that has the correct answer in. Firstly, I've got to tell you, so Arsene Stanley is 12, and uh, he came flying out the other day, he was like, Dad, I'm on the leaderboard. I was like, which one for? He was like, the maths challenge one. He was so excited. 
Yeah, there's more. There is, you know, with the colors, you know, you see four colors behind your opponent on court on virtual reality for one second. And then uh, right after you see these four colors on the on the court, on the opponent uh, tennis court. And then you have to choose where part of the court is the color that was appearing before. So you have to, you know, work on the speed. You know, you get faster. You know, Federer is Federer because he needs less time. You know, now it's, it's just stopped. But let's say he's the one with uh, probably the best, the, the, the less need of time to take decisions and to deliver the shot. And we can, okay, are we going to be everybody like Federer with training with the Sensorina? No. But are we going to get better for our potential? Yes. So regardless the level. So this is the beauty why as kind of uh, an obligation to follow what is the, the technology offering nowadays for coaching, you know, and uh, to make us also better coaches. I'm 55 years old and I feel I'm still improving. I think every, every teacher, every coach should never stop to be a student, you know. So I feel I'm still a student I'm studying Sense Arena to be ready to deliver to my players. So this is why it's, you know, bring me a lot of enthusiasm. I think uh, with this kind of job we have, we live with enthusiasm. It's coming from, uh, uh, this word is coming from uh, um, antique uh, uh, Greece, Greek. This means uh, entesos, means internal God, because the Greek go everything by gods, which is the passion, you know, is what passion moves you. Me, me, my passion is tennis. So when I have enthusiasm for tennis, my life is beautiful because, you know, I keep going, I keep uh, following what gives me enthusiasm. And for sure, since Arena coming to the picture of tennis, tennis teaching, tennis coaching brings a lot of enthusiasm. That's why, back to your question. I love that. I love that. I mean, I've got no idea what question I'm going to ask next because I've just been kind of lapping up those words it is beautiful to hear your passion for the game and you know it's just it is such a life-affirming thing the kind of whole reason for being of this podcast is that I just so believe that tennis can play a positive part in people's lives you know we're not all going to be grand slam champions but it can teach you amazing skills life skills resilience persistence all these things and and it can bring you great joy it can bring you friendships and Anything that's going to help you get more on that journey has got to be a positive thing. I mean, Claudia, you, you've worked with some incredible players, some top players on the tour. From a, a personality or a ways of learning point of view, is the one that you think would have really enjoyed immersing themselves into the Sense Arena world? Yes, I think all of, all of them could have benefited from a Sense Arena if we could have this tool at that time. You know, I, for example, I coach... Uh, if I have to tell one name, I coached Robin Soderling in 2011. He was number five in the world and uh, was able to go to number four, you know, passing Andy Murray. was first time the 5-4 was break the, the top four and it was a big achievement. And uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, the, the first player come to my mind that could have a great benefit from Sensorino could have been Robin. Uh, is um, is a great tool to also to know yourself better, you know, because you are with yourself, with the, you are isolated, and you know, you you are, you have a uh, you can explore yourself, uh, your um, feelings, your reactions, all the all the mental ability that you need on court, and um, is is um, you know in my time we had a wall that you isolate yourself and you play with the wall, so you play with yourself. 
and and this um, this is uh, one of the many possible benefits you have from sense arena that uh, you know you know yourself better you try to simulate situations that stress you and uh, normally when you go to compete uh, if you already was leaving you've been leaving before through the through the sense arena through the virtual reality this for sure a benefit to support you to be more ready uh, to be a faster process of improvements uh, absorbing and digest uh, uh, uncomfortable situations uh, to know these situations better and to deliver better when you go to play the, the match I'm pretty sure about that if we could, if I could have this uh, 10 or 12 years ago it would help for sure with Robin Soderling I'm pretty I'm pretty confident about that brilliant and you know Yannick it's really interesting to hear you know Claudio saying that it would help somebody who reached number four in the world but you know there's there's of course there's lots of different levels of players uh, playing our brilliant game from beginners all the way through to the likes of Mr. Soderling. I mean, which level of player do you think Sense Arena is right for, or is it something that can benefit everyone? Yeah, we truly believe that it can help anyone. You know, uh, we all have you know a brain, uh, and we all have the ability to develop. And I think you know Claudio touched on in such an important point that like uh, we're all our learners and students our whole lives you know and so if you have the ability to learn then sense arena should be for anyone who wants to learn and get better in tennis and you know therefore you know I think if you are just starting tennis you know or you're reaching for that break into that top five top three in the world you know that in between, if you're a 3.0 player or, you know, again, going to college, um, I think there's youth, you know, juniors, especially, I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, the junior players, their brain, it's in huge development, you know, from that age, uh, from 11 to 15, their brain is absorbing so much. And I think what you said, Rob, uh, the aspect of, you know, having fun. You know, like that brings them into another level because so many repetitions that if you can just create a little different edge, a little different way of training that they're having fun and at the same time their brain is developing. That's a huge uh, part to it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a really interesting one from an environmental point of view as well. So as I sit here now, I'm due to deliver three hours of, of tennis coaching later and, you know, to a, a lot of children. And um, and we have outdoor courts. We don't have an indoor facility. And as I sit here now, the rain has just started. And it always starts on a Thursday. I just put a note out to our parents saying, mirror, mirror on the wall. Why on Thursday does the <laughs> rain always fall? It's like, come on, guys, come on, give us a break. Let's play some tennis. Now, if in time, you know, I mean, one of the great things about the Top Spin Pro is you can use it indoors. And in the same way, I could pull on the headset and I could be playing tennis pretty much anywhere where I've got enough space to mark out, you know, a safe area to play in with Sense Arena. So, you know, the sort of tools like Topspin Pro Sense Arena that you can use in an indoor environment, if you're training, it gives you the ability to train 
without needing to be outside in the environment. And I don't know what percentage of tennis is played on outdoor courts in areas where there's lots of rain, but certainly in our country, it's got to be quite a lot. Eh? <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I mean, you know, an area we've really focused in on on this podcast is being a tennis parent because it, it can be a wonderful experience, but it can also be a challenge at times. Um, but, you know, a lot of the listeners will have young tennis players trying to make their way in the world. What would you say, you know, the benefits of Sense Arena to specifically young tennis players is? And, you know, is the, coming up to Christmas, is this something that should be on young players' Christmas lists? Yes, well, if... Uh... If I told to tennis parents, I always remind them that what the the biggest valuable thing we have from from the kids playing tennis is is this that is the passion what we mentioned before they love tennis, and uh, I mean Sense Arena is uh, a boost is uh, is uh, an extra uh, powerful tool to make sure that they keep the passion and they develop the passion for tennis. Tennis is a passion can stay for all life. And when uh, tennis parents start to take uh, the kids to the tennis school, it is expensive, you know, because they have to uh, pay the school and then there's a tournaments and then you have to buy the rackets and, they, and uh, the shoe and the string in the rackets, etc. So the last thing you want is that one day, you know, the kid come and say, okay, you know, I'm not sure if I still like tennis. I want to do something else. No, that's, that's the... Really sad and and uh, disappointing, and and uh, that's why it's important to keep uh, the relation with the winning and losing very healthy. It's important to do everything in the direction that these kids, they regardless of the level and regardless of the results, they love it. You know, they they will go to sleep with the racket under the pillow. You know, so they really dream about tennis, and they they go to go there and play. And having a tool like Sense Arena feed this passion. So that's why I think it's, it's great to have it. And uh, in the long run, also to, to make sure that you, your purpose to want to help your kids to, to feed their passion is more powerful. So that's that's the, the answer to your question. I think you know you want to do this because uh, you know that you have more tools, you you can uh, uh, with a good coaching. Um, but also at home, it's very easy to uh, to carry. It's very light. Um, all you need is uh, your an internet uh, connection, and you can mark the the place you know around you that you don't hurt anybody. But it's not that big, and you have you have everything with you to feed continuously at any time of the day, and this is priceless for this purpose. I think. Yeah, you know, you've got me thinking back to when I was a lad. I shared a, I had a bunk bed with my little brother, and uh, and I had a final. I had a tournament final, and I remember thinking, I really want like to do my best tomorrow. I'm going to take my tennis racket to bed because then I'll really like be ready tomorrow to go. I'll be ready to go, and of course. With Sense Arena, you know, you take your racket to bed, you can jump out of bed and be practicing drills within two minutes when you get your when you get your Oculus Quest on. It does take it to that next dimension, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, with, with that in mind, Yannick, you know, kind of next dimensions, do you ever think we're going to get to a place where tennis tournaments do take place in VR headsets with 
you know, players competing around the world, but not in a game, but in a, a you know, a, a real life court like experience. Do you, do you think that's where we're heading, Yannick? That's the, the million dollar question. Um, but, you know, I think two parts to this, um, Robin, I think that's, I guess, my first experience, you know, when I, I started using Sensorina. One is that this tool gets you even excited to get back into a physical and real life tennis court and compete there. So you see your improvements, right? So I think that's also, you know, because I think as you mentioned, you know, in the beginning of, you know, your introduction where you mentioned that, you know, there might be some things that are great and some things that just like anything with technology might be detrimental, right? But the beauty of Sensorin, it's really like mixing and complementing that training where you feel excited to go back into the real life and just continue to train that. Um, now, you know, I think to specifically to your questions, <clears throat> I do believe so that that's an important step for the growth of the game. Um, you know, I think by having the ability to play tennis tournaments, especially when you're able to accurately hit a tennis ball with an like actual forehand, backhand, you know, volleys where Sense Arena, you know, really focusing on, on the accuracy of your technique and so on, uh, then I do believe that you will have the ability because that's going to allow you to basically grasp, you know, a much bigger aspect of the game because as we know even talking about sustainability as well right like you will start be able to having those tournaments in all levels and you know having people experience playing on the biggest courts of the world without leaving their city their home you know and also a big part to it is that you're still active so and rob you know i think you can talk about this or you know your son but it this actually brings an active part of your training you know of course we focus a lot on the brain and mental training but you're still active you know you still break a sweat you know so therefore that allows people to still exercise you know it makes it even more convenient for people to do so at home yeah it's fascinating actually coming back to uh, the point claudio is making as well around the passion for the game and anything that can help increase your passion for the game is makes it more likely that you're going to go back on court and play. So I think it can augment, you know, the real life game, which I guess moving forward is such a healthy place to be. But I do also take the point on, you know, the fact that you could potentially have tournaments and that that could be a positive thing. And I'll give you an example for my life. You know, I've just, uh, I, I mean, I just uh, entered two of our children into a tournament. It cost, 50 pounds, you know, $50 ish. I'll have to drive them there. I'll have to use all the fuel that we use. We'll have to buy food when we're there. We'll have to, you know, all these things that add up. If you can get a quality training experience at home with the variety of tools that you've got, if you can kind of get your game to develop maybe it's it could actually be something that means you don't have to you know and, and again from an environmental point of view you're not traveling everywhere so i think it's a really good answer looking at the two, the two kind of areas there um but yeah i mean i mean i've loved hearing gladio you talk about the passion i mean you know you you've been a fantastic 
coach had such an amazing journey. Um, you went from being a player to a coach on tour. I know that we've got young coaches out there listening and, and I know that we've got young coaches to aspire to coach on tour. For those young coaches who are listening in and thinking, oh, I'd love to get out there and get on tour, what would be your number one top tip for them? And do it because you, you love it. Always never give up on uh, ask yourself why you do it. You know, it's not uh, it's not the job you do for the money. You know, it's not the job you do for uh, the fame to be in the newspapers. Is because you are linked in your DNA with tennis, and you wanna explore the the limits. You wanna explore the limits is uh, is a never ending uh, is a never ending process of uh, yourself getting better as a person. Uh, we're investing in yourself because if you know our job is a supporting job it's like a doctor and if you want to support the others you have to be strong yourself first so it's the best uh, way to know that you wake up in the morning and you have a job that uh, force you to be try to be better as a person first and as a coach to study as i said they never stop to be a student the day that you think you know everything you better change the job and you do because you just love it. I just that that's it. And then of course you have you need to make your living, etc. But it's a secondary. The primary thing is that you love it. And uh, if you can make uh, your uh, your job, uh, your passion, your job is the best luxury you can ever have in, in your in your life. You've got to love what you're doing, haven't you? And if you can, if you love what you're doing, you can make things happen. So uh, come on. Now, Yannick, I mean, since Arena for Tennis, um, it's only recently launched. Um, I know there's been the, the ice hockey goalkeeper version for a little while. Um, but how's the tennis adventure going for Sense Arena? And, and what are you most excited about moving forward? Yeah, so we're we're little less than a month old baby, <laughs> per se. Uh, and as you mentioned, you know, we have our older sibling, the hockey. Uh, for four years but you know I think it has been just extremely um, overwhelmingly positive uh, you know this past month or so that we have launched we have the opportunity you know to get in front of you know high level pros uh, great you know tennis schools uh, academies clubs you know and just also uh, recreational players who just love the game and the feedback has been extremely positive, um, you know, and uh, so that means that, you know, it's it's actually very um, positive for us, you know, because we create this and of course, you know, we're day in and day out making it better. Um, and I think that's when we actually see the positive feedback from people using it, that's uh, the biggest value. Um, you know, I think the, part that I'm most personally excited about this, it's that we'd never stop, you know, learning from, you know, our users um, and we continue to develop, you know. So if you have got Cesarina and you started using or you're planning to get it or you're a little skeptical on getting, um, you know, what I'm most excited is that every couple months we come out with a different future, we come out with a different 
aspect of the game that you have the ability to train, you know, and then that's, I think for me, it's always the continuous learning on how we can make it the software, you know, more useful, let's say to all different levels of people. Yeah. It's fascinating. I mean, the, uh, to see, well, we've got one more question for each of you, but before we do, you know, if I come back to that role I had, which was transformational change manager, and you kind of look at some of the technologies that we thought about, and I would say that kind of voice recognition is one that, uh, that people would have looked at before I was in that role, but now voice recognition and you know, speaking to a smart speaker, it's universal. It's its something that, that people just do. Um, if you think about driverless cars, they're coming. They are coming and, uh, and, and, it, and it's going to happen. It's going to have a massive impact on society. Virtual reality, augmented reality is going to become part of our daily lives. I absolutely believe that. And if you are somebody with a passion for tennis, a love for tennis. If you are a player, if you are a coach, if you are involved in tennis, then you need to try and look into this because virtual reality is coming and it is going to play a part in our society. So if you want to get better as a player, if you want to get better as a coach, have a little look, have a little look, immerse yourself in. I'll put all the links necessary on the podcast so you can find out all about Sensorina. Um, and if you've got any questions, of course, do get in touch and, and let us know. Um, thank you so much for your time, guys. I, I've got one more question for you. It's a regular question we ask on the show. I'm fascinated to hear your answers. If you could go for a drink with anyone alive or dead, who would it be and why? Okay, I start. Yeah, I, I, I have already the answer. Ready is Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe is a phenomenal icon of tennis. He's an intellectual that wrote, you know, fought for the rights. Used tennis as a tool better than anyone else to bring the tennis in, in real life and help the others. You know, this is another part, as I said, that we have supporting job as a coaches. What we want is to help, to support the others. To, and uh, that's, that's the mission we have in this world. So he represents what is my, Arthur Ashe is my philosophy, is my way of looking at tennis. Also my company, JTCC, Junior Tennis Champion Center, matched perfectly with this uh, view. So Arthur Ashe, for sure, uh, it's not a coincidence that they called the Center Court of US Open New York uh, after him. Uh, so for sure, Arthur Ashe. Love that. Love that. I think, you know, we're 70 episodes in. I think. I think that might be the first time Arthur Ashe. Actually, I think one other person may have said Arthur Ashe, but Arthur Ashe, what a great answer for all the reasons that you've outlined so eloquently. So thank you so much. And Yannick, who are you going to go for? Uh, Claudio Pistolese. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, luckily I have been able to, to have a drink with Claudio and pick his brain. Um, so... No, I think from my side, um, if we could make an exception, I would say uh, Ivan Lando and Martina Navratilova uh, from my side, just again, the point that I am personally in my life, you know, and continuing to learn. And I think what those two athletes did 
for the sport of tennis. I think they were visionaries in the aspect that they found, you know, let's say the physical aspect, how to take to the next level. And they knew that that was going to be, you know, a huge differentiation for them. Uh, and, you know, just really sit down and listen, you know, why they taught it that way, how they did it uh, and why, you know, because once you're in the status quo, to break into the outside of that status quo, it's, you know, a lot of people think of it, but not a lot of people step outside of it. And I think they did it. Um, and I think, you know, what we're trying to create here, it's really transformational and we're really stepping outside of the status quo. So like listening to them, I think that will be amazing. One of the great things about playing tennis is the sociability. It's the fact that, you know, you can go into the clubhouse afterwards, regardless of what the score, what's happened in matches, and you can you can find and form friendships, you know. And maybe, maybe this is a, the sense of my little idea for you guys then is like someone like a Martina Navratilova, you know, could you have the sense of a virtual clubhouse where, likes of people who are using and training on Sensorina could actually have a drink with Martina Navratilova, but in that virtual world, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, soon enough where you might be able to see that not only having a drink, but you might be able to, you know, train with them. Hey, well, that'd be great. And if we do, then Claudia, I can't wait to see you there with that burning passion for tennis. Yeah, I look forward. Thank you so much, Rob. Hey, it's it's an absolute pleasure, and and thanks so much uh, for your time. It's it's been fascinating for me to further immerse myself into the Sensorina world. It really is a fascinating area. So, guys, if you've if you've come this far, do click the links, find out all about Sensorina for yourself. Uh, but for now, Claudio and Yannick, thank you so much for your time. It's much appreciated. Thank you. It was a great pleasure. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for having us and you know, having the ability to spread the world and um, hope all your sons continue to enjoy it. Come on. That burning passion's there. Thank you. That's all for today, but thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed that, please do hit the subscribe or follow button so you keep up to date with new episodes. And we look forward to welcoming you back to my tennis journey very soon.